Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. Welcome to our podcast. It is all about relationships. We're Bob and Audrey, and this is episode number 140. Yeah, and we're really going to explore a Mm -hmm. great topic today because there's always new ways to look at something. It's great to have a new perception, new perspective. Just restoring sight Mm -hmm. is so powerful. So Mm -hmm. we're going to explore. Yeah, to be able to see things differently. Mm -hmm. I like the word new, you Mm -hmm. know, something that's never, you know, been seen or experienced before. Before. Yeah, I was thinking in preparation today, I was thinking of the word adventure. I love adventures. Yes. We were recently away with friends and yeah. just had a time together of being adventurous. Yes. And that was something y'all said, hey, Bob, we like it that you like to go and discover it's true. things. It's true. And I do. I really love to discover. I love you to do. find things new that places. are new places and things that are new. So yeah. I like that. That's so cool. New discovery, explore, adventure, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And we can apply all of these to our relationships because no matter how long we've been together or we've been, been at this, um, we have always have a new way to look at things. Bob, I have to tell you, I just before we turned on the okay. on switch to record, I heard from a young mom okay. and I just opened up um, a document. And she, anyway, she just encouraged us so much. I didn't let you read it, but she just listens every week. She's got three little kids and she says, Audrey, every time what you talk about is so applicable. And she said, I actually have a pretty strong marriage. We're doing really well, but it's really helping me as well with other relationships. Oh, wow. She takes notes. I like it. This helps me with my in-laws. This helps me with my friends. (laughs) This helps (laughs) me with all kinds of people. And I've heard that from a lot of people. This is not necessarily about marriage exclusively. Uh We can apply these things to our marriages, but we're all about all relationships. Well, if it's helping you, I want you to know it's helping me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I love it. We we deal with it ourselves. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Do you think that we come up with these topics because we just read them in a book? It's because we're living them out. (laughs) Yeah, got to live it out. We got to live it out. Yeah. And uh, today I think we'll kind of put a Bob and Audrey spin Mm -hmm. on the topic that you might be, you know, very familiar with. Uh, Some people call it self-talk. Some people talk it, you know, uh, you know, what is my inner dialogue, what's going on, the conversation that I have with myself. myself. Okay. So we want to talk about that, but I don't want you to think, oh, I've heard this. No, 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 no. Stay with us. This is, I am really encouraged because I believe there's something new that we will discover and you're going to begin to experience the life and the relationships that you've always wanted. Yeah, because being lovable is such a gift to those around you and being lovable and finding new ways to be lovable really is about loving yourself Mm -hmm. and that, and it's true. We 
we do have conversations with our, ourselves. The minute we, we get from dreamland into awake land, our mind switches on mm-hmm. and the conversations start. And so the, the most important conversation and, you're having all day long is with you, yourself, yeah. and God. And, and I want you to begin <laughs> to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Really, I want you to be your own best friend rather yes. than your own worst enemy. And we're going to give you a lot of yeah, ideas so let's, about that. Let's really begin to be kind because for me, with kindness, what I begin to do is I begin to loan myself some strength. Wow. I yeah. want to be kind to myself. I want to give myself an ability or I want to give myself a little bit of strength, a little bit, bit of leeway. And, and I find this in mercy. When we work with, you know, coaching couples and individuals, we always come to this place where we pass judgments, but then what triumphs or what supersedes or overtakes the judgments of my heart and my life and it's mercy every time so i want to be merciful towards yeah, myself so good. and so when i'm merciful i'm not i'm i'm really being kind because i'm giving myself maybe what i don't deserve i want to be completely accepting of myself. So So this is the process and the journey that we're going through. So in being kind, I want to loan myself some strength rather than just continually reminding myself of my weakness. Wow. That's, that's because when you do, we just beat ourselves up Yeah, and it doesn't help anything. You know, I'd never thought about loaning yourself strength and like that verbiage and it acts the mercy. Yeah. And then you can move to a place of grace. Yes. Yeah. Now I begin to receive an enablement empowerment, empowerment, Mm -hmm. you know, from the Lord for his realities to become mine. So that kind of in a nutshell is our journey today. Yeah, it is. And it's interesting you said strength because I was actually doing a quick little study on um, pathogenesis versus salutogenesis. And Mm -hmm. those are just big words. But generally, salutogenesis explores, and there's that word again, the concept from a health point of view, like with our bodies. And it um, salutogenesis emphasizes factors that support human healing and well-being rather than just factoring out the disease and getting rid of the disease. In other words, pathogenesis is let's get rid of the problem. Let's get rid of all disease. Let's become disease conscious. Let's eradicate disease. Let's be against disease. And it's an against thing. Okay. But switching the the best possible case scenario at the end of that is that you won't have problems Mm -hmm. because you'll get rid of the problems. That's what pathogenesis is. But salutogenesis is saying, hey, we don't want to just stop with not having problems. We want a dream. Like we want strength. We want limitless living. We want to live with so much strength. We want to be strong. We want to be flexible. We want to be able to run. Mm -hmm. Recently, I Mm -hmm. said to myself in my self-talk, I want Mm -hmm. to have Tigger legs, like Winnie the Pooh Tigger. (laughs) Like I want to bouncy, bouncy, bounce. And like, I want my legs to work well. And, um, and so when we look into salutogenesis, it really approaches something in relationships. I think we can do this in our relationships too, Bob. Like we can be strong and bring that to relationships and we can bring flexibility into our relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's finding these simple solutions. Yeah. And why I use simple is because I I really think they are. It may not always be easy, but there's a simple solution and we'll begin to, you know, make these minor adjustments. I think too often we feel as though it's this huge chasm that I need to overcome, but really 
at the smallest, most quantum right. place, mm-hmm. I'm going to begin to influence, you know, the, the limiting beliefs of my heart. You see, those are the things I want to deal with. Yeah. And uh, what I want to do is exchange those, you know, for God's view and opinion of me. Yeah. And I was just going to mention strength, flexibility, and nourishment as far as nutrition in that. We can apply that to our relationships. Like I can bring strength, but I can bring flexibility. But I, that kindness was so important when you said we, you know, loaning ourselves strength. But we can give ourselves flexibility in our opinions or ideas. Let me hear more about what you think. You know, let me switch my attitude a little bit. You know, yesterday we, we, after 17 years, we got a new washer and dryer and you were so amazing (laughs) and you put another shelf on so that it would feel more lined up and it felt so great. But then when you said, it's not going to be perfectly aligned, the faces are going to be like the washer is going to be a couple inches behind the dryer. So it won't be lined up, which I love lying straight lines. And then you said, Audrey, it's going to be okay. Like it's, it's not going to be perfectly aligned, but it's going to be okay. And I, I chose flexibility. I went, you're right. It's going to be okay. I'm, I'm going to work with this. It's going to I know it sounds like a little <laughs> that's, thing. That's a barely. That I barely did it. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was a definite barely, but I'm better today. Like a little bit less today. It would mm-hmm. did, I did laundry today and I went, that's good. It's, mm-hmm. it, this is working out well, yeah. but I'm being flexible. You see, do you feel my flexibility? Yes. And I feel like I need to explain everything to my listeners oh, out oh. here, but I, I don't, <laughs> The details. I don't need to defend myself. No, that's another thing we can I, do. I did it. it you we, did it perfectly. It has limitations yeah. and it is the way it is. And you worked it out. It is the way it <laughs> and is. It's amazing. And I love my new washer and dryer so much. And uh, we can feed into your, our relationships, truth and yeah. grace. Grace yeah. is a great thing to it give is. each other. Anyway. Because the way we talk with one in the, with one another, yeah. okay, yeah. begins to create our reality. Yeah, it does. But also the way I talk to myself oh, creates so my much. reality. You see, the conversation that we have with one another, Mm -hmm. that creates, you know, an atmosphere. (laughs) It it creates our own little reality that we live in. Yeah. But also the conversation that you're having with yourself is beginning to create your reality. And your culture, like it becomes a culture. Today, um, we were making, I'm just bringing in all kinds of stories today, but we were making breakfast with Robert and his girlfriend, Sydney. And and it was just, we, we were so kind to each other. And we were all just looking at each other like, we're being really kind. I said, we live in a culture of kindness. And we were all in agreement like, yeah, I was so happy I was able to mm-hmm. do that for you. Well, I was happy I could do that there for you. you. And right, because we're offering what? Strength. We're offering strength. Yes. And we can we can choose to have a kind culture anytime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it starts with me, yeah. always. So if we're gonna change kind our to world, myself. if we're gonna change the world, how yes. about this? Okay. If we're gonna change our world, yeah. You know, I mean, we would love to be on a political stage and be able to, you know, change it. No, that that ain't happening. <laughs> But what I can do is influence my world. Oh, yeah. And influencing my world, what I recognize is that I do have repetitive talk. Mm-hmm. I have lots of repetitive self-talk. And as a result of that, that then creates my own self-image. Mm. That's the image that I have of myself. And then how I live within my own little world. So what we want to do today is really be very proactive and intentional. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is going on? You in know, your with, head. In my, in my head. <laughs> but in my own little world yes. here, realizing that I am actually, you know, 
being extremely influential in a positive or negative way in creating my own reality. And it's starting with the conversation in your own head. Mm -hmm. It really is. Because I I, I do want to say this. We do have uh, rhythms. We do have seasons. And what we want to do is harmonize in all of those. So you might be in a cycle right now that just might be a season that you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be an extremely painful. There might be a transition that's going on. It's not about being just simply happy and joyful. And in perfect you know, circumstances. In, in perfect mm-hmm. circumstances every day. But recognizing I'm passing through. That's right. And what I don't want to do is is delay this. And, and I'm choosing I don't want to live here, mm-hmm. but I, I will go through. So I do want to harmonize with whatever season or with uh, the rhythm, you know, of life that I'm experiencing right now. So so I need to give myself a lot of mercy that I find grace in God's throne room. Yeah, because no matter what the season or circumstances, when we love ourselves and we actually consistently invest in our thoughts and our perspectives and choose them, life does become sweet and simple, even when it could be it could be storms and complications all around mm-hmm. you, but in your world, in your culture of your own self, yeah. the conversations are kind. Yeah, because I want you to love your life. Yeah. You know, I want you to be kind to yourself. You mm-hmm. know, I want you to really bring lots of value to you yes. because you are extremely influential and extremely important to those that are around you. Yes, Your you life really does matter. It does. And loving yourself isn't just referring to vanity or arrogance. That's not what we're saying at no. all. But we're just becoming into an agreement and alignment with the wonder of how God made us to be, like his creation. And every one of us, you are a divine expression of God, mm-hmm. like you bring part of him to this earth. You you express, you represent part of God. Like you are a wonder. You are truly a wonder. And um, I think if you haven't been motivated yet, I'll tell you the most lasting relationship you have in your life is going to be with yourself because you talk to yourself every single day that you're alive and all the rest of the relationships come and go, but you're with yourself forever. <laughs> so even like, you know, you talk about, you know, what you conversate about when you wake up in the morning, it's, is you can decide to say, you know what? I'm glad I woke up to find myself here again. Here I am. <laughs> I woke up out of dreamland, but just start thinking, I'm going to start to enjoy my own thoughts. I might even start laughing with myself and um, I might be having acceptance over my particular body and contentment with myself and, and all that stuff. We're going to de- delve a little deeper into these yes. things. But basically, if you don't love yourself, you'll start looking for someone or something or mm-hmm. some circumstance to fill your dreams mm-hmm. and to, to complete you. And that'll never work. And that's where we want you to be free from waiting yeah. for someone else to love you before you love yourself. Yeah, I think there's a perspective that we can all agree upon. And it's simply that those that really succeed or or find the happiness or fulfillment and satisfaction in life mm-hmm. are people that really cherish or care for their attitude. Hmm. Attitude has so much to do with this. And mm-hmm. I just recognize that, you know, just in my own life. And so often in wanting to correct our attitude, we feel as though I need to just simply have better intentions hmm. or make better goals. 
okay, or to accomplish those. Another one is simply, I just need uh, more information. Okay, I, I just need to gather more knowledge. I need to work a little bit harder. And it seems as though what happens is that we become even more critical of ourselves oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't know enough or I haven't been disciplined enough and we're not kind, you know, to ourselves and we continue to beat ourselves down and wow. we try really, really hard. But what we do is we come to this place where we're not happy with ourselves mm -hmm. and then you feel as though you know you're a disappointment and so the try hard do better life in this place really will sabotage your life mm -hmm. and it really becomes a trap because it will imprison you in a place of guilt yeah exactly and that's why I stick with us here because we're going to give some practical and some really proactive ways for you to get through that. Like, I love what you said, Bob, like we don't have to st stop in the season, like go through it as fast yes. as you can. We, we, and because in this world, yeah, we're all going to have trial. Yeah. We're all going to have tribulation. Yes, it, it's going to be, there will be hard days. Yeah. Okay. It'll be but, tempting to have really, really tormenting thoughts, uh -huh. but it says, but wait, be of good cheer. Yes. Cheer. Jesus says, I've overcome. Yeah. So we're going to go through. And we are going to take responsibility. We always do. Like, yeah. you know, our podcast, you know, it. you know what we talk about because everyone, including us, we're responsible for everything in our lives, the best and the worst. And every one of our thoughts towards what's happening is creating our future. The other aspect we have to look at this from Bob, when it comes to loving yourself is from the person who's living with someone who doesn't love themselves. Because if you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't love themselves, it's almost impossible to please them. Like you can find yourselves when they're, if they're insecure or frustrated or self-loathing or resentful, and you're trying to love them, mm -hmm. it feels like the love isn't landing mm -hmm. because they're not loving themselves. Mm -hmm. So they're not in, even in agreement yeah. what you're saying. And again, no matter how kind, you know, gracious and loving and caring you are, if you don't have that personal self-worth, yes, exactly. there's, there's no place for it to land. And it's yeah. almost as though they, they just push it or they just reject Boun it. It bounces or something. Yeah. yeah. And we try and be good enough for our loved ones who don't have the capacity to receive our love. And because they're not loving who they are, then it's very hard. Even if we feel like we love them right. so much, will right. you please receive right. this love I'm giving you? And so then the other side is that if I don't love myself and I use mm -hmm. that word love, mm -hmm. but if I don't have value for myself, then typically I will look for someone or a relationship to ful to fulfill my dreams yeah. or that void that I'm that I'm feeling, and then I do become a user in in relationships. Yeah. So now we don't want to say that. Now and just jump to blame and say, no. "Oh my gosh, Bob and Audrey, I'm living with someone like this. It feels oh, like they're not receiving my love." That. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not what we're doing here. What we're doing here is we are taking responsibility for us and loving ourselves so that we can encourage ourselves ourselves, which with whatever relationships we happen to be in at the time, mm -hmm. you know? So Bob, I put together four uh, very proactive, very practical ways that we can love ourselves. Right. Um, things that have worked for me. Mm -hmm. Because just realize again, that the thoughts in your mind will always be more important than the things in your life. Yeah, so, you know, you could say that a million sure. times over. The thoughts in your mind will always be more important than the things in your life. 
So what I want to do is really encourage you today. I'm going to choose life. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I'm <laughs> going to begin to choose life for me. Yeah. I'm going to start loving the world. Yeah. And I know the world's going to love me back. It How's is, that? It is. It is. And I was even just thinking, you know, the very beginning of the Old Testament, one of the famous scripture is choose this day life or death. And I think that we're doing that, you know, 500 times a day or more, but I love that it says, choose this day because every day we get another opportunity to choose life Mm -hmm. and to choose to love, to choose to love myself because that's an agreement with God. And then I'll be so much better at loving others and I'll be more lovable. It'll be easier to love me when I love myself. So interesting. So let's go through those, these four, babe. And the first one is stop all criticism. And so what happens is criticizing yourself in a conversation you're having all day leads to automatically criticizing others. And Mm -hmm. this is probably the most important step. And that's why I wanted to start with it. Stopping criticism towards yourself is so sabotaging. Mm. And it's, if, 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 is that a word sabotaging? <laughs> I don't know. It's toxic yeah. because you're likely criticizing yourself for the same stuff you were criticizing yourself for years and years ago. I know that's what I tend to do. I tend to be on the same subject. So if we could think about it like this, like let's be okay where we are and then make changes if we feel ready. But criticism never changes mm-hmm. a thing. Like if we could really really get that into our hearts. Criticism is not productive. It's not changing to what we want. And it actually leads to negative changes because um, when we criticize ourselves, it leads to negative negativity. But when we love ourselves, it leads to a positive Mm -hmm. transformation and agreement with how God feels about us. I know that you've heard us use the words, you know, hundred percent acceptance without hundred percent approval. So here you are wanting to bring growth to your life. Well, would you begin to accept yourself, bring value to yourself? You may not approve of really where you are at the moment, but we can make those growth steps. Mm -hmm. But there has to be this place where you recognize, oh, I am so loved, valued, appreciated, yeah. you know, that acceptance is absolutely essential. And then, yeah, I can bring the approval to my life that I want. I, I do want to make these growth steps, but it doesn't help if we just continue to criticize ourselves yeah. and, uh, and, and beat ourselves up in that way. And so now let's just, in in order to just say, not just stop all criticism, but there's something positive you could do. There's a proactive step we can take. Instead of just, we're not going to tell you just stop it because that doesn't work. Stop it. Like just stop criticizing yourself. No, that's a funny Bob Newhart (laughs) video. It really is. If you Google stop it, Bob Newhart, stop it. Yeah. Very funny. (laughs) Yeah. Take time to do that today. You'll never call me for counseling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, the proactive and practical step we got to when it comes to criticism is approach it from a standpoint of habit, because criticism actually is a bad habit. If you could call it that, then consider a baseline of a new beginning. So a baseline, Bob, is really a non-negotiable that you do every single day to be, to counteract a bad habit. It's an agreement with yourself that you're going to do no matter whether you feel like it or whatever's going on, you are going to do this one thing. So make it good for you, whatever this baseline is going to be, this agreement with yourself. It could be, I mean, you, you could be a walk around 
outside listening to beautiful music for 15 minutes before you ever look at your phone or it could be 25 jumping jacks while you're smiling, you know, like put a smile on your face and do 25 jumping jacks. Don't make it too hard because it's a commitment, obviously, whether you feel like it or not. But the purpose of a baseline is that you are with intention saying, I'm going to do this every day for alignment. I'm doing this for positivity, for heaven on earth, for righteousness, Mm -hmm. peace, and joy. And it's like you have this agreement, understanding with yourself. We do this every day and then we get an alignment and we're choosing to have a good Mm -hmm. day. And if you've been in a bad habit of criticizing yourself, uh, just recognize, okay, I, I'm what I will do is I'm going to choose to interrupt these, that, that train, you know, you see, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to derail that sucker and just find a way very simply to do it, but let it be a loving response to yourself because you care about your, you, and you also care about how others experience you. And so you know, allow yourself just a simple reminder. And it's just like, no, I know where this is going to go. And that's not where I want to be. Exactly. So just lovingly, you know, interrupt, you know, the, the criticism train mm-hmm. and it's okay. And don't beat yourself up over it. Jump off the train, derail that thing. Trains of thought are real. Okay. Number two, don't scare yourself. <laughs> You might think, what do you mean? You walk around the corner and say, boo. No, it's about terrorizing yourself with tormenting thoughts. And um, you might not think you do it, but this is when we take a small situation and turn it into something mm-hmm. huge. We make things work. It, if this becomes your habit, we've got to make this a hard no, because at this is the kind of thing that when you start feeling a little bit of pain, you're already planning your funeral. Like that's what I'm talking about. When we overreact, when we turn to worst case scenario and we jump to the worst. We, it's like scared jumping. Mm -hmm. That's our reaction. We hear a remark at work. You hear someone talking about your work. And the first thing you jump to is I'm going to be fired. If I, and you get, you get an invitation to the bosses, a meeting with the boss. Oh my gosh, I've done something wrong. Like that Mm -hmm. kind of scaring. Well, what you're discovering are the limiting beliefs of your life. Yeah. And so with that then also comes a pattern. And so as soon as that pattern uh, begins or it's initiated or triggered immediately you go from a to z <laughs> yeah. and you just skip everything in between right because this happened or because i sensed this or felt that therefore it means this yeah and so that is kind of the what audrey's calling scare jumping you know you, you get scared <laughs> and you in the moment the and worst. then you jump to conclusions yes and you jump to these reactionary conclusions and then you can flip quickly into blaming well because of this or because of you or that therefore i am and it's just like wait just pause for a minute just say i'm not going to scare jump i'm going to take personal responsibility (laughs) here and begin to recognize how loved i really am yes and how lovable I really yes, am. Yes, I'm going to talk myself out of this. Sure. And remind myself about how loved I am. And I mean, this happens when you get a dirty look from someone you live with or someone you love, or could it even a tone that someone uses and you jump to, you're mean, you don't love me, this isn't fair, you don't, you know, this is a big I, problem. You just got to deal with we you. We scare jump to the big problem, yeah. but dealing with frightening thoughts like this are like negative affirmations. Mm-hmm. But they all are accompanied with images. Yes, that's true. You see, these are the things that you've conjured up that you thought, oh, yeah, Bob, but I have evidence. Okay, I know you've got evidence. But now you're going to begin to change yes, the channel. Yes, you are. 
That's we believe the big in thing. You. So let's just flip the channel. Yeah. So I'm going to take my thought captive and I'm going to change that channel. So I'm going to choose to come into a loving agreement. Yes. You see, about others and about, about myself. About myself, yeah. yeah. I love how you said image because my proactive and practical solution to this one, to the scare jumping, is to do a switch of image. Because whenever we're scare jumping, we're making pictures, we're making movies of the worst case scenario, but find an image you love. Like think of one ahead of time was one of your favorite pictures, an image of a favorite memory or a favorite vacation or a sport that you love, or even just a view of a sunset. Um, One of my favorites, Bob, that I go to that I rarely talk about years ago, I saw a picture of myself and I was about two, like I'm a cute little toddler. I've got, I'm on a camping trip. It's summertime. And I'm sitting on a stone ledge and there's just this close up of me as a two-year-old with some kind of shorts I'm wearing. And that's about it. That's all I'm wearing. And I, they look kind of dirty and I've got a dirty face and I've got my little chubby hands around a bottle of Coca-Cola and I've got my head back and I'm just laughing as this little kid. And um, it looked like I didn't have a bath in a long time. And I don't know why I love that image so much as much as I visit that one when I start getting hard on myself, because maybe it's so imperfect, but it's so extremely childlike and free that it just takes me out of, you know, that scare jumping. It's like, wait a minute, I have something I can look at that's really cool. That makes me want to just laugh and be childlike. Mm, I like that. I want to be that girl. And there is no time and space in eternity. So I get to be her for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. It is. Um, The third one is to forgive and love yourself. Just give yourself that break, mm-hmm. you know, because we've made mistakes along the way. We all yeah. have. Yeah. It's not that we do everything perfect the first time. You know, we will fall, mm-hmm. but please get back up. Yeah. That's success right there. Don't quit because I do recognize that I am changing my thoughts. And because of that, I will change the world I live in. Yeah. Because remember, we're creating a culture of kindness in your conversations with yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even, you know, we, sometimes we just, just give attention to our mess up points and the people that have had to pay for our mistakes. And then we get full of regret and remorse. And now we're like, it's almost like we're in an emotional prison that's called guilt. It's false, but Mm -hmm. it's, it feels guilty. Mm. And um, repentance, um, when he talks about repentance in the scriptures, it's not about necessarily remorse or deep sadness or even regret, but it actually refers to a radical change in attitude, like having a conversation with Jesus, like bringing him into your self-talk and into your own self-conversation is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Like for you to go to a location or place with Jesus in your imagination and then just absorb his love and acceptance, see see the love in his eyes for you and then reach into yourself and take out that toxic regret or, mm-hmm. or whether that's that toxic guilt of that thing yeah. you did, the thing you've been carrying in your stomach, but yeah. just watch it in this movie as he takes it from you with so much love. And then he holds you and he clothes you yeah. in beautiful, strong clothes of righteousness, peace, and joy. Wow. Just even saying that mm-hmm. he is fueled by God's presence. Yeah. And then in a proactive... So many times we're trying to gather more. Yeah. But I think sometimes we got to offload. Yes. You know, there's, it's time to let some things go and actually 
release, surrender, mm-hmm. yield it, give, you know. And uh, Jesus again says, come to me, all of you that carry heavy burdens. You're weary and you're tired and you're worn out. He says, but I can give you rest. And so this is the divine exchange. This is me Loving giving, myself. you know, yes. releasing, but then in return, I find rest. Yes. And not only do I find rest, but I begin to see how loved I really am. And that means I'm one of significance and value. Wow. And that's loving yourself. Like that's being lovable and being the lovable you that you really are. Okay. The fourth and last one is be kind, patient, and gentle with yourself. (laughs) Choose thoughts that are nurturing and supportive of yourself. You can actually say words of appreciation. I've done this, Bob. I've said, put myself in front of you. I really appreciate what you did for that. (laughs) That means I'm not thanking you enough. No, 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 no. Don't make it about you, babe. Remember? I I did. Okay. (laughs) I flipped that real quick. I hear you. You know what? You're not always around to see what I did. And for me to put that, but for me to put an expectation on you like that, wouldn't, that's not loving myself. Because then I'm waiting for you to do something that I need. Why not just get it sure, for myself let me, with let Jesus? Let me just jump in on this one. Okay. At, you know, at, in relationship to husband and wife, uh, it's an and both. Yeah, that's true. Okay. We are each other's number one. You know, we, you are the most significant and important person in my life. And you need to recognize that with your spouse as well. Yeah. And that your words, your, your manners, you know, the mood... Uh, the atmosphere in, in the home that you bring is yes. real. Yes. And I've I've had to realize that for myself. And so that's what makes this message so very, very important. You know, this, this podcast this week is that I, in dealing with me, change the atmosphere in the home and I become far more lovable. And as I'm <laughs> more lovable, I enjoy being loved. Does that make sense? So yes. I'm, I'm winning on both 100%. sides. I'm winning all around. Yes. I'm loving this right this minute because Bob, I feel it when you're loving yourself and you feel it when I take time to appreciate myself because then I'm not pressuring you to do it. Thank you. (laughs) Something proactive and practical you can do when it comes to being kind and patient and gentle with yourself is imagine your heart, um, the inside of where you live, um, like a garden. And if you were to truly in the physical sense, plant a garden, you'd start with a pile of dirt, you know, get that dirt. And then you would plant seeds and, and they would, you, you wouldn't notice because the seeds would be underground. And then you give it lots of loving attention and not much will happen for a while. But if you're patient, your garden will grow and eventually it'll blossom. Okay. All right. As, as I <laughs> was reading this, I had to laugh. Okay. Because again, when it comes to gardening, yeah. we have not had that much success. No, we haven't. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> and this is where the patience is very yes. real. Because we love our plants so yes, much. Yes, we do. We water them that we too soak much. Them. Yes, we <laughs> ground them. <laughs> and, and then you over, remember when you over pruned the lime tree and you shocked the living daylights out of it? That could have happened. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Whatever it was, we, we tend to really try. We yes. really want to. But patience. Patience. So give yourself patience. Don't force there to be immediate growth, mm-hmm. you know, like, and think about and what celebrate the growth that you yes, see. Yes, the little yeah. one inch growth. Like, yes. And just think about what kind of seeds you're planting in the garden of your heart, because all of your thoughts are seeds. 
So, you know, just be yeah. really intentional, attentive to learn the new ways. And so just remember that you can learn, yeah. but in learning, you want to better harmonize yeah. and create those rhythms for the season that you're in. Yeah, exactly. And just watch those weeds. So when you get those negative thoughts towards yourself and go, you know, I hate myself <laughs> moments, pluck them out and go, nope. And then treat yourself like you treat a gentle child. I think of that little girl, that little Audrey that's drinking Coke, you know? Yeah. Treat myself like that little kid. You don't have to be perfect. Just let's move forward. Let's develop this. So what you're hearing is then I become more satisfied. Yes. And when I'm satisfied, I recognize that God really can be and is my source. Yes. You see, I'm a satisfied one. And when I'm satisfied, I'm not selfish and I'm not needy. And then all of a sudden you love yourself Mm -hmm. and you become easy to love. Mm -hmm. Be the easy way to get to be lovable. It's amazing. Because when you feel as though you're a disappointment to yourself, others experience that from you. (laughs) And you wonder why things aren't going well. Well, it's simply because they don't want to be around you. You But you have the power to change that. You're not in any prison. You're not a victim to anybody's Uh, treatment of you. please don't be. No, but you can actually today say, you know what? This is a good day to start loving myself. It might, I might love myself a quarter inch today. Like I might, my thoughts might improve an inch. Yeah, but what is it? You can't measure it, but I'm just deciding it's an inch. All right. But for me, I see it as your map. Oh, okay. You see, let your pain be your map to wholeness. Mm. You see, let your pain be your map to freedom. And you really allow, you know, God to love you there, but then allow yourself to be loved by others. And so, you know, just dealing, you know, with your own heart motivation here is so very, very important. And again, I just really want to encourage you, don't give up. Don't be fearful. Just a quick verse I think that we're all familiar with is in Proverbs 3, where it speaks about, you know, trust in the Lord, you know, with all of your heart and depend on him. You see, I want to be a dependent one on him Mm -hmm. and then um, seek his will, it says. But here's here's what I wanted to get to is that he'll show you the right path. Mm. Another version says, and he'll make your path straight. And I think when we get stuck and we begin this negative self-talk, it seems as though life gets very complicated or twisted. Yes. And it gets it gets a little confusing. It's just like, wait, pause for a moment. Mm-hmm. There are some real simple solutions. I'm going to lean heavily into him, and he's going to begin to straighten out my path. And a- as that happens, yeah. I have great hope. Great confidence and joyful anticipation for my future. Yeah, I love that, Bob. I hope that you have really, as you've been listening, I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking, wow, you're going to, even if you catch one thing of a new way for you to be lovable and love yourself, I think that being lovable is really that gift to everyone around you. And I think you have explored. I think we've done Mm -hmm. well exploring just new ways that are really practical to to love ourselves and love life. And I believe the investment in loving yourself is going to have a great return. The other is the invitation to leave this place of comfort. Because even, you know, with our limiting beliefs, even in the midst of our chaos, at least I can manage this. But leaving the city of comfort and beginning to, to be willing to move to a wilderness that might be new, a little bit wild, 
you know, a place of wonder and discovery. Hey, let's go there. New and wild sounds yeah, fun. Yeah, just be willing to take a little bit of a risk. There you go. Just a little bit of a risk because you really Get a little are crazy worth being and being really loved. give yourself some compliments. Yeah, and you're extremely lovable. Yeah, and give yourself some pretty good compliments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just recognize those strengths and enjoy life and laugh. Because, you know, we want to have a good time improving the quality of our lives. And this doesn't have to be so serious. We need, yeah, we need to work on ourselves, but we can do it with joy. And mm-hmm. so I think that what you said, Bob, is so true. So we do end this message with so much yeah. joy in our hearts. You guys, you're worth loving. You're worth being lovable. Yeah. You're such a gift to those around you. And I believe, I believe that this is new beginnings for you. Thank you so much Thanks, for joining everyone. us. We'll see you next time. Have a great week. Bye-bye.